Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. It's the Larry Kudlow Show. Free market prosperity starts here. Now, here's Larry Kudlow. Hello, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. This is the Larry Kudlow Show. It's great to be with you. Took last weekend off. Sorry. Every now and then. Got to refuel. But now I'm back. Got a lot of good stuff to do today. By the way, we're going to interview John and Margot Katsimatidis at the um, at the top of the hour, at the top of the next hour because of John's great book, How Far Do You Want to Go? Lessons from a Common Sense Billionaire. I interviewed him on the, uh, on the Fox Business Show Thursday. He was terrific. We're going to get both of them on, I think. They're taking a little time off going south, but I think they're going to give us some time, which would be great fun. By the way, join us during the week. Fox Business, name of the show is Cudlow. Monday through Friday, 4 to 5 p.m. And if you can't uh, dial us in at 4 to 5 p.m., just uh, text your favorite nine-year-old who will teach you how to DVR the show. And here you can uh, live stream us on the Internet. That's right, live stream us on the Internet. It's LarryCudlowShow.com, LarryCudlowShow.com. And it'll be all over the country, around the world, throughout the solar system, <clears throat> and the Milky Way. By the way, we have quite a reach, as it turns out. We've got a lot of affiliates now. I think uh, we've got 150 affiliates or some such thing. So we're, we're shooting up. I want to thank everybody that's been listening to us and getting your local radio stations to carry us. We are uh, truly a national show on Saturdays. How about that? On Saturdays, talking money and politics. How about that? So let's talk a little money and politics. We had a uh, shocking inflation number yesterday. Actually, we've had a couple of them now. The CPI, which was out uh, a week or two ago, and the uh, Fed's Federal Reserve's favorite, which is something called the Personal Consumption Expenditures Deflator, PCE Deflator, uh, which they use as a guidepost. Anyway, it was up big, six-tenths of one percent. That, by the way, is over seven percent at an annual rate. And um, that thing is still now running. I don't know. Inflation rate is really 6%. It's really a 6% inflation rate, 6% wage rate. No matter how you slice the pie, it's a bad number. There's no economic growth. I mean, barely growth. Last year, you had a downward revision in the GDP. So Joe Biden's economic miracle produced less than 1%. Less than 1% in all of 2022 last year. The precise number is 0.9. Got 
Donald Trump handed him a six and a half percent economy back in the first quarter of 2021. And it had a 1.4 percent, a 1.4 percent inflation rate. So Biden's just utter failure, a complete failure. And um, energy up 10 percent, food up 11 percent, producer prices up 6 percent, consumer prices up six and a half percent. And yesterday's uh, PCE. I mean, really, who do these guys think they're kidding? It's a complete failure. It's a complete failure. Five and a half percent up on the uh, PCE deflator. Inside that number, as I say, energy up almost 10 percent, food up over 11 percent. So it's a big problem. The economy is not growing. We are stagnant. Real wages are falling. I mean, wages are going up. The Atlanta Fed wage tracker, very good model, uh, 6% plus wage increases, which is fine, which is great if you're earning it. But the trouble is the inflation rate is higher than the wage rate, so you're losing money. You may have a job. You may have two jobs, but you're still losing money. Take-home pay is going down after inflation. I mean, what good is that? What fun is that? You can crow all you want about jobs, but if the jobs are paying less than the inflation rate, you have a problem. And by the by, that problem, you know, is sort of manifests itself with um, food prices, grocery prices, up 11%. It's not good. None of it's good. Here's a, here's a criticism I have, though. You would think, okay, you would think with Bidenomics utterly failing that the Republicans running for president would take advantage of this. In other words, you have this Biden economic malaise you have this Bidenflation. It all gets worse. The budget is completely out of control. Overspending, overborrowing. The guy's jacking up taxes wherever and whenever he can. He hates business. He hates fossil fuels. That's why energy prices are so high. He's running war against oil and gas, war against business. Spending and borrowing like it's out of sight, out of control, which it is. Inflation remains high. The economy has lost all of its momentum and is now virtually in recession. I mean, 0.9%, less than 1%. So I'm trying to figure out, and this is a key theme in today's show, where are the Republicans? Why aren't they talking about this? Now, I don't mean I don't mean Kevin McCarthy in the Republican House because they are uh, they've been critics 
and they're working out a uh, debt increase spending cut package, although they've got a lot of other things to do. We'll talk about that with Senator Kevin Kramer, uh, U.S. Senator Kevin Kramer, at the half hour. But these candidates running for president, including, I hate to say it, my former boss, Donald Trump. And you know, I, loved, I love the guy, by the way. Love the guy. Love, love, love. Um, I'm not endorsing or backing or any of that stuff. I mean, I'm a, I'm a broadcaster, for heaven's sakes. But uh, he hasn't talked about the economy much. He certainly hasn't offered up a plan. Neither has Ron DeSantis. Neither has Nikki Haley. Neither has Mike Pence. Neither has Mike Pompeo. Where's the plan for prosperity and growth and higher real wages and ending inflation? Where's the GOP presidential plan? That's how they're going to win. They're not going to win on Ukraine. They're not going to win on gender. They're not going to win on sex. They're not going to win on who's dotier, you know, this Nikki Haley baloney where you have to be, what, 75 years old or 76 years old, and then you have to take a mental test. That's not going to win. That's not going to win. You know what's going to win? Prosperity, growth, higher wages after inflation. That's going to win. Peace and prosperity always wins. And even, I would go a step further, I mean, again, my former boss, Donald Trump, he issued, he issued a very good blistering critique of uh, high inflation. Um, I think it was last week. It was, it was a good piece. But he didn't have a plan. And uh, I was talking to Kellyanne Conway about this last night on the on the Fox Business Show. And, you know, if you go back to um, one of Mr. Trump's most brilliant speeches was his economic plan delivered before the Economics Club of New York. Very prestigious uh, forum. He did it in September of 2016. So it was a couple months before the election. And it was principally about the Trump tax cuts, which uh, benefited the middle class, blue-collar working folks. Seventy percent of the benefits went to the middle class. And it was a great speech, terrific speech. It was a pro-growth speech. It was a tax-cutting speech. It was a middle-class-driven speech. And I think that helped tip the scales for him. I need to see that. We all need to see that again. I need to see his new speech. I need to see DeSantis's speech. What is Governor? De- Governor DeSantis done a good job in Florida. Don't get me wrong. Social issues, woke, Disney, COVID. I mean, done a fine job. I think he's a pretty popular guy. I think he's a very serious uh, contender. Some people think he's the favorite. I don't know. I'm not smart enough to know. I'm not picking winners and losers. I'm just saying I need to hear him on the economy. I need to hear him criticizing Biden for his disastrous high inflation recession, 
And then I, I need to know how you're going to fix it. What is the DeSantis plan for economic prosperity and economic growth? I think uh, former Vice President Mike Pence has it in his head. I think Mike Pence is a, you know, a supply sider. I just haven't heard it coherently out yet. A, B, C, D, you know, that kind of thing. Tell a story. Let people know what you're thinking. I mean, I think the first candidate who comes out with a comprehensive plan, and I'm going to talk about what a plan might constitute, but I think the first of these Republican presidential candidates declared or not declared formally, who comes out with a clear plan is going to be a winner. Is going to be a winner and will attract a lot of favorable attention. And then we'll go on to beat Joe Biden, who was wedded to this big government socialism. You know, planning, central planning, redistribution, hates business, wants to destroy the economy, helping Vladimir Putin with high energy prices, all that. I mean, the point is, Bidenomics is disaster. Bidenflation's a disaster. Biden's budget's a disaster. But what will the GOP do about it? Congress is one thing. The national presidential race is quite another. You have to speak to all the people around the country. They've got to develop a plan. So far, I haven't seen it. All right. More on this, much more on this today. I'm going to take a quick break. I'm Kudlow. We'll be right back after this brief message. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. So I want to continue this discussion because I want to know what the Republican presidential candidates are going to say. So far, they haven't said a thing about the absolute failure of uh, Bidenomics. It's been a catastrophe. Biden took a perfectly good economy given to him by Donald Trump and uh, turned it into high inflation recession or near recession. I mean, last year, again, 21, you know, 1921, uh, 1921, 2021 was basically still the legacy of the Trump economy. Like I say, it started out at six and a half percent in the first quarter. But 2022 is Biden's first full year, and what did he get? 0.9 real growth, less than 1%. And he took an inflation rate that was 1.5, and he ran it up. At one point, it was almost 10%, 9 plus. And for the year, 6.5, and it's coming back. It's coming back. That's what all the numbers for January have shown. Federal Reserve is going to have to raise rates even more. We'll talk about this later in the show. With John Carney and some others, I mean, the Fed's target rate's going to 6%. It's now four and three quarters. It's not healthy for the stock market, which had its worst week of the new year. But back to Biden's failure. Bidenomics is an utter failure. But the GOP presidential wannabes are not pouncing on this. They're not. And I don't understand it. They're not speaking to the worries and anxieties, the economic worries and anxieties of the typical family. 
of working folks, of middle-income people, of blue-collar workers. Now, I thought it was very cool that Donald Trump went to, uh, to Palestine, Ohio. I mean, I thought that was a really good move. I mean, he's taken over the empathy, and Biden won't go. You know, dopey Biden won't go. Buttigieg wouldn't go for three weeks. And he went, and he had a really bad day. FEMA didn't go. Nobody's helping these poor people. It's a disaster. So Trump went, and that was wonderful. Don't get me wrong. That was terrific. Absolutely, 100%. That's what makes Donald Trump great. By the way, Trump, as a former real estate construction guy, knows all about uh, these things, all about the risks and the difficulties of rebuilding, you know, and the blow up and the air and all the rest of it. He knows a lot about that stuff. But again, I'm speaking more broadly. The presidential election is not going to be run on, 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 on Palestine, Ohio. It's going to be run about the absence of growth, the absence of prosperity, the absence of happiness. This is not a happy country. Joe Biden has been divisive. And people losing ground. Their standards of living, their living standards are coming down. They're experiencing uh, a big decline in what their dollars will buy. Their purchasing power because of high inflation. And there are shortages still on the shelves. Still can't get these baby diapers. But I'll leave that alone. I'm just saying, in general, in general, the Biden economy is a total failure. The Biden budget and financing is a total failure. But the GOP, the Republican candidates, are not pouncing on it. They are not. And it sort of baffles me and then it frustrates me. And they've got to uh, get on the horse. They've got to come up with plans. And it's not just accounting. It's not just the amount of federal debt. It's what they take home. What kind of job they have that was it pay after inflation? (laughs) The answer is they're losing ground big time. The answer is interest rates keep going up. You're going to see, by the way, I hate to say it, but you're going to see. I mean, we're not, we haven't seen the peak in interest rates. Some people think we have, we have not. We may have seen the peak of inflation, the peak, but inflation is going to be sticky. That's what happens when you make a big mistake on spending too much money and the Federal Reserve printing too much money. It takes a couple years for the inflation to get back to 2% or less. So my points are, uh, I hope, very clear. Joe Biden has failed. Utter failure. But I'm looking for presidential candidates who will not only point that out, but will show a plan. Who will the stewards of economic growth and prosperity be? 
Who's going to promote the tax cuts and the deregulation and the sound dollar and the limited government? That's what I'm waiting to hear. We'll talk about that over the course of the show. Senator Kevin Kramer on the other side of the break. I'm Kudlow. Please stay with us. Thank you.